Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to another bonus episode in my Innovators series in which I'm shining a light on some of the brands doing extraordinary things within the industry. Today I'm joined by Dr. Anita Sternum to talk about the Braun Silk Expert Pro 5 IPL and we really run through all the information you might need if you're thinking about investing and wondering if it's the right device for you. But before I hand over to Anita for everything, and I really mean everything, you need to know about IPL and about this device in particular. I just wanted to add a note to say that as a PCOS sufferer with all of its annoying attendant symptoms, including excess hair growth, I found IPL to be an absolute godsend. It really works. I know I shouldn't have to say that because the science is there, but nonetheless, I wanted to commit that to record because to me, having my hair growth diminish so dramatically was incredibly liberating. And I passionately feel that for the right person. And do please listen to this episode to find out if that is you. It is completely brilliant. I certainly wouldn't be without mine now. So that said, here's my chat with Dr. Sternum that goes into huge detail. So grab a cup of tea, settle in and enjoy. For anyone who hasn't heard of it, doesn't know what IPL is, could you just explain what it is and how it works? Sure. Um, I think that's a really good place to start. IPL stands for Intense Pulse Light. And basically it's a form of... Um, a light device that releases multiple wavelengths of light in a broadband spectrum of light that kind of scatters into the skin. And then it finds the melanin in your hair follicles and tunes into that and it heats it up. As it heats it up, it causes something called photothermal destruction of the hair follicles. So that's basically frazzling the hair follicles so that you're stopping any regrowth of that hair. So the aim of IPL in this context is to produce a result where you get a permanent reduction in hair regrowth. The difference, some people get confused between IPL and laser, so it's probably quite good to kind of clarify the difference. So laser uses a set wavelength of light, um, kind of a single spectrum of light that is kind of designed to tune into a single target, and it's much more concentrated. So as it goes into the skin, it's much more powerful and much stronger, which is why laser wouldn't be suitable to do in a home setting, because it is a much stronger device and there is a, an increased risk of things like injuries to the eye, which is why if you've ever been to a laser clinic, they'll make you wear goggles, the staff wear goggles. They have very strict kind of safety criteria when you have a laser. IPL at home is a very safe technique that you can use for hair reduction. I have two questions that have come up from what you've just said. The first being the idea of sending light in and it finding the melanin. Um, sounds great, but can it ever go in the wrong place? Can it find the wrong bit of melanin or does it ever sort of just end up flying somewhere else other than the hair follicle? That's a really good question. So in the device, so for example, we're talking about the Braun Silk Expert Pro 5 device here. It has filters which allow that wavelength of light to go directly into the melanin in the hair follicle and to a certain depth. So it's going kind of deep into the, um, the skin. 
So any surrounding tissue is safe. It doesn't damage surrounding skin. It won't reduce sunspots and age spots and pigmentation, which some people get really excited about. It's not designed to treat that superficial pigmentation. It's designed to go into melanin in the hair follicle only. If you look at the anatomy of skin, you have your upper layer, your epidermal layer, which is where often pigmentation, once we've produced it, kind of sits. And then if we look um, in the deeper layers, you've got something called a pilosebaceous unit, which consists of your pore and your hair follicle. It's much deeper, it's further away from the top layer of the skin. So when the IPL goes into, through the skin, it passes through the top layer and it goes into that pilosebaceous unit and tunes into the melanin in that hair follicle. So it's going deep, it's not working on a superficial level. For people who have disturbed pilosebaceous units, people who have acne, say, and obviously that is one of the other symptoms that comes with PCOS, another symptom of which is hirsuteness. So someone who's using this or really interested in this IPL might also have acne. Will going for that pilosebaceous unit where the hair follicle is, will that affect the acne at all? I would always say if you've got active acne breakouts, I would always go and speak to a specialist first to see whether it's a suitable time for you to introduce any form of light device. In theory, any light device could cause inflammation if you've already got active inflammation in the skin. I have a lot of patients with PCOS and with acne and with rosacea that use an IPL device at home absolutely fine. So it's just making sure your skin is ready for it before you introduce it into your at-home routine. One of the things that helped me because I get hair growth that can be quite thick and then that irritates the skin is actually using this IPL has made my acne better because the hair isn't there to irritate. Absolutely. I have a lot of patients, men as well, who have things like folliculitis where you get inflammation and infection around the hair follicles. And this type of device is really useful for helping to treat the root cause of the, literally the root cause of the problem. <laughs> okay, but then there's a sort of ancillary step to using an IPL, which is where you have to shave beforehand. I found that a bit nerve wracking. And I have to say to anyone listening who has not been through the process, it is well worth doing. However, are there any issues with shaving skin? Let's say you're, you've got lots and lots of whiskers. Are there any issues for your skin? And, and what could you advise to make that bit of the process easy? Because that early first four weeks where it's faith and, and you're using it, it's quite scary. Totally agree. So I think um, it's all about having the right tools and, and having the kind of the right processes in place so that when you start your journey with IPL, it's a comfortable one and one that isn't a hassle and that isn't a chore because anything that's complicated, we will just give up on. I talk about protocols because I have that, that clinical mindset. I call this my IPL hair removal protocol. So the first step, shaving is important because if you don't shave, you could still use the IPL device, but you'll have a really unpleasant burning smell as you're frazzling the visible hair, as, you, as the energy is passing through the skin into the, the hair follicles. And nobody likes the, the smell of burnt hair um, or the, the crackling noise it makes as it goes uh, over the skin. But would it still work if you did that? And is there any danger in that happening? It's not dangerous, but in theory, if you've got superficial um, friction as the device is passing through the area where you've got lots of hair, you could cause inflammation to the superficial skin layers. So my top tip is actually to do the shaving the night before. Shaving can irritate some sensitive skin type. So it's allowing the skin then overnight to rest and repair and be ready for your IPL the next day. The tool that you use to shave is important. If you're using kind of a really cheap one blade razor, you're more likely to get irritation than if you're using a multiple five blade razor, which comes with nice cushioning 
and use a designated hair removal gel rather than your conditioner or shampoo that you have lying around in the bathroom. So that kind of gives you a good foundation. You shave with a you know, minimal irritation. You've allowed your skin to heal overnight and then you can do the IPL for the first time the next day. Now, devices like the Braun Silk Expert Pro 5 have three different modes. You have a normal mode, a gentle and an extra gentle. I certainly recommend if it's your first time, start off on one of the gentle modes, particularly if you're choosing to do a more intimate area like the bikini line or under underarms or face, choose one of the gentle modes. The other thing about the device, it has a built-in sensor, which they call the Senso Adapt technology. And what's reassuring about this, it's quite unique to this device, is it reads your skin tone real time and it adjusts the intensity of the light energy it releases into your skin. So as you're gliding up and down your legs, for example, it will be releasing different energy according to the colour of your skin. If you look at our skin, you'll have areas that are darker than others because some don't ever see the daylight and you know, other parts do. So I think that's also um, a really nice reassuring kind of feature of this device because you know you've got that built-in safety aspect. So yes, it's got the sensor adapt tech in there, which is really exciting. Just to cover it off, it's safe to look at with your eyes. So IPL isn't completely fine to wave a light in front of your eyes, which is why Braun have built in a safety feature that the light energy is only released when the device is in full contact with your skin. So you can't accidentally fire it off and start, you know, risking eye injury. Any light device can cause an injury to your eye. This device has got that feature built in to prevent that. Some devices don't. So I would say that's a must. If you're choosing a device to use at home, the safety features of not releasing the energy unless you're actually doing the treatment with the device in contact and a device that kind of reads your skin tone rather than relying on you to choose the settings, it does that work for you. And that's such a good idea to have it only go off as it were when it's in contact with your skin. That could be stressful if it didn't. I have heard frightening stories. I have had patients that have used home devices that have retinal injuries and cataracts, um, not from hair removal devices, but from some other at-home light energy devices. So you do have to be careful. And that's why I would always trust a big brand as well that's got kind of years and years and years of history and research behind it. The claim of it being the fastest now, it says you could do both your legs in under five minutes. I tested this and I could do both my legs in under five minutes. Yes. How is it so fast? Is that just because it's really quickly reading your skin and able to keep up? So I'm I'm also a massive skeptic like you. And when I saw that, I was like, mm, hang on. Well, it obviously depends on how long your legs are to start with, but how confident you are with the device. But, you know, I've been using the device on and off for about three and a half years now. So I'm confident with it. And I also timed mine in just under five minutes. First of all, it's got kind of a bulb system. So it releases really rapid flashes of light. So when it's in contact with the skin, when you're treating the legs, to do it in five minutes, you have to use a technique called the gliding method. So rather than stamping up and down the leg, which would take you longer, you glide and you hold down on the device and it literally releases very kind of controlled pulses of light in a rapid way. So you're targeting all of those hairs in that anagen growing phase really nicely and efficiently. And if you glide up and down the leg, it, it basically does that really easily and really simply. The standard head's called a quite a large surface area, so it covers off quite a large area as you treat. It's also really light, so it's lighter than any of their previous devices and lighter than some of the other devices on the market. And that also allows you to do the treatment quicker as well. Yeah, I loved that glide function. I have to say that for me was... For my legs, a real game changer. Uh, stamping it on my upper lip, fine, because it's a small area. Underarms, fine. 
But when you're doing a big area, it makes it so much easier and so much more intuitive if you can just glide it along. And I think we're all used to that from shaving legs. So it feels like a natural motion. Exactly. And when you look at how we do um, laser hair removal, for example, in a clinic setting, the gliding method is um, what we recommend from a clinical perspective to get good coverage of that area as well. And um, sometimes people ask me questions like, how do you know that you've treated all the areas? And I mentioned recently that what we do in clinic is we use a white eye pencil and we do little grids on the areas we want to treat. So that's my little at home tip to do as well. I think, you know, you are bringing a clinical style treatment into your home. So making it as clinical as possible makes you feel like you're doing something really quite great. It's nice to feel like you've got control of that routine and you're doing something that normally you'd have to go into a clinic to do. During my testing, I actually missed a patch. That's a really good tip because in a way it was quite reassuring because then suddenly there was one little bit where hair was growing and a lot of bits where they weren't on my leg. And I thought, wow, okay. And that was after two sessions, actually. So for me, it was quite fast. That's, you just made a very good point. So different people respond to this type of treatment in a different way at different rates. So the fairer the skin and the darker the hair, like you and I, we're, we're great candidates for this treatment. And actually, after just three sessions on my legs, I noticed really big difference. Uh, you know, Braun, when they talk about how long you need to use the device, they recommend doing a weekly treatment for you know, at least 12 weeks or until you've noticed significant reduction in hair. Um, some people may need to continue further for more weeks until they get that reduction. But some people as early as four weeks in, in their studies have noticed that they can now move at that point to what we call the maintenance protocol. I'm very much a believer that once you get something under control, you shouldn't just relax and leave it with anything to do with skin or hair. Continuing a treatment once a month is a great way of keeping that hair growth or regrowth under the radar, suppressing it. Now, I'm not suggesting anyone do this, but just to check, if someone did it more often than once a week, let's say you'd lost track of days and you did it five days after the first time, would there be a problem with that? No, as long as your skin condition is healthy and you haven't got inflammation, there shouldn't be a problem. Would it make any difference? Probably not, because when um, companies like Braun recommend a, a kind of a treatment schedule, they're using it based on evidence and science. So you may just end up wasting another five minutes of your of your time if you do you know if you're doing it three times a week because what you're trying to do is attract uh, or treat the hair in the growing stage of its life cycle in the anagen phase so that the the scheduling has been kind of um, designed to try and make sure that you're getting the hair in that stage of its growth cycle but if you for example were going on holiday and you wanted to do it day five instead of day seven in my mind that wouldn't make a difference as long as your skin is, is okay and it's not red and inflamed and irritated and Sometimes, am I right in thinking that hair will be in a a dormant phase for quite a long time? If suddenly you have hairs growing where they weren't growing and you thought you treated that area, that might happen. And then you just go in and treat that area, right? In theory, it could, because our hair cycles are all quite random and they're different all over the body. So you have that kind of growing phase and then you have a resting phase called your catagenic phase and then your telogenic phase, which is your shedding phase. And, you know, the the catagenic phase can be long in some people and so can the shedding phase. So it depends on if you've got underlying health issues, hormonal imbalance, stress, all of these things can change our hair growth cycle into going more one way or the other. For example, we talked about pregnancy earlier. When women go through a pregnancy, they often get something called telogenic hair shedding, postpartum hair loss. 
And that's because the hormones have pushed the hair into the shedding phase. So yeah, you're right. Everyone is different. If you do start to notice random patches that are regrowing, then I and there and you've got lots of hair in that area, I would start the process again in that area and start doing your weekly session until you've noticed a significant reduction in your hair. Hmm. And if you have one little straggler, one little whisker that's just determined to continue to exist, is it okay every week that that little one pops up to just shave it, take the precision head, go for it until it's decided to finally go away? Absolutely. I can tell you're a pro because you mentioned the precision head. So the device comes with a standard head and then a small precision head, which is great for those kind of random isolated hairs, those pesky ones that won't go away. But it's also great for treating areas like the bikini line, the underarm and the face. And you can actually use the device anywhere from the cheekbones down. So it's great for anyone that has hair kind of along the sideburns, upper lip, on the jawline and the chin. It works really well. Do you have any tips for areas like feet, say, where there's a lot of like planes, lots of like random hills, as it were, and you want the laser to be flat so that it emits the intense pulse light, but at the same time, it's a bit tricky. What would you do with that? So definitely use the precision head, which is the small, precise head. Um, and also, if you look at your feet, if, you, if you're changing the position of them, so plantar flexing or dorsal flexion, so pointing your toes to the ground, pointing them to the ceiling, you can actually straighten out some of those contours. Another trick is to stretch the skin. So use one hand to stretch the skin and use the other hand. And I would use the stamping device um, for these areas where you've got slightly awkward contours. What about things like exfoliating or having facials or treatments during your period that you're using it? Is there, are there any things that you shouldn't do while you're in your 12 week intensive period, as it were? Well, I recommend exfoliation when it comes to, um, you know, helping to reduce ingrown hair. So it's quite good once a week to do a face and a body exfoliation anyway. Um, but in terms of timing of when you would do it, again, gentle exfoliation. I'm a fan of things like fruit acids and fruit enzymes rather than mechanical exfoliant. So you're not kind of causing too much irritation to the skin barriers. I would do the exfoliation and the shave in the same period or one day, one night, you do the exfoliation, the next night shave, and then the next day do your IPL. Or you could do, if you've got great skin and you, and you can exfoliate without irritation, you could exfoliate and then shave, and then do your IPL the next day. In terms of if you're treating the face area and you're doing a regular weekly session, most specialists would say, wait until you've finished your weekly course before doing anything more clinical on the face. So going to a clinic and having things like laser, radiofrequency, ultrasound, anything else that's also kind of a light or heat device, I would wait until you've moved to your monthly protocol before introducing those. But in terms of your everyday home care routine, you can carry on as normal. Whatever you do in terms of your bathing or your skincare products, you can carry on as normal. I had an experience, I think this was on week two or three, and I went to pluck out a hair and it just slid out as if it were dead when the hair is gone and it's going to stop growing generally does it stop growing and you just don't see the hair come out the pore because I was wondering if I hadn't noticed all these tiny little hairs just falling out or do they tend to just give up halfway through their growth how does that work as we mentioned you're heating up the melanin in the hair follicle and you're basically frazzling it, breaking it down into like microparticles. So it shouldn't ever really appear. You're kind of stopping it ever reaching the surface. However, you know, in your case, you had a fully grown hair and you've used the device in that area. You've basically kind of 
I don't want to use the word killed it, but you basically destroyed that hair. And that's why it just stood out. It, did, it didn't have any life left in it. So it was, it was, it was a fully treated hair, basically. Maybe, maybe you probably missed the shaving part of that. You, you must have missed it when you were shaving over the area. So generally speaking, what would happen is it's almost absorbed by your skin. So it's yeah. broken down and then the yeah. hair just never comes out. And it's the same with pigment. When we use laser or, or IPL to treat pigment, we have like a large area of pigment. We shatter that pigment into lots of microparticles. And then you have things called macrophages in your skin, which are like Pac-Men that come along and munch up all the broken down bits. So to clarify, you're never going to end up with a pore that has a little dark bit in it that's never going to come out. You're not going to have loads of random pores of loads of broken down bits of hair living in there, no. Okay, fine. (laughs) Good to know. Is there anyone that IPL isn't appropriate for? Really good question again. So we've talked a lot about melanin. And so two ends of the spectrum, if you've got very, very blonde hair or you've got grey hair or red hair, then you are unlikely to have enough melanin in that hair follicle to respond well to a form of light hair removal device, whether that be laser or IPL. If you've got dark skin and lots of melanin, then uh, there's not enough contrast between your skin pigment and your hair follicle pigment, and then you are more likely to not respond to the IPL. Now, this device, because it has a sensor in it and it reads your skin tone, if you were to use this when you had dark skin, it wouldn't be dangerous because it would release a, a set amount of light energy that would be safe for your skin tone, but it wouldn't really do very much at either end of that spectrum. So it's the fairer the skin and the darker the hair from kind of Fitzpatrick one to three, I would say are great candidates for the IPL. Um, In the Braun device, uh, they actually give you a a hair and skin tone chart. So you can actually, and on their website as well. So before buying the device, you can check to see, okay, am I suitable for this? Looking at my skin colouring and my hair colouring. And for people who live in a household of, say, two or three women and they want to share a device because they're doing it for a period, is that okay? I mean, presumably, obviously, you're going to wipe the head, but is there any issue with that? So I have have spoken to Braun about this before because I get asked this question a lot and it's generally not recommended to share devices if you're using it on intimate body areas. And it's got loads and loads and loads of life in it, doesn't it? It's quite quite incredible, actually. And I, my first experience with, a, with an IPL device many years ago, um, I ordered one on Amazon, I think, or Argos, and it was it stopped working after about three t- three uses and I had to replace the bulbs and they cost more than the, the device themselves. So that kind of put me off IPL. And I think a lot of people think, oh, they're really expensive to maintain. So when I heard about this device, I was really impressed. You get 400,000 flashes of light in one device. And if you were using this regularly, that would give you 24 years of treatment. So it's a really good investment. Wow. Okay, fine. So then you've got it as your hair control plan, basically for years and years exactly. and years. It's it's your lifelong hair removal for best friend. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. I, I have to say, for someone who spent their teenage years shaving, waxing, dying, being depressed about hair, suddenly to have the freedom to just have that not grow, it's really extraordinary. And I think to anyone listening who, who's in that situation, I'd really say IPL is going to be your, your friend. I totally agree with you. And I get the same feedback from patients of mine who, you know, have PCOS or other conditions where they have hair growth that is difficult to control. But I'd also like to say as a mother who works with no time, it's a it's a game changer. (laughs) 
Um, I don't want to have to shave my legs, you know, every three days um, or however often I manage to do it. It just allows me one less thing to think about. You know, I responded really well to the, the, the device. I'm now on the once a month maintenance protocol. So it's very like low maintenance for me. And it's just really nice to have one less thing to think about when it comes to um, what we spend our time doing, our precious time doing. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.